the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host Larry Dersham and I are as always delighted to have you join us as we break down the news of the day and also showcase some very interesting guests. Our first guest is with us on the line already, Larry. Who do we have? Yes, Wendy. Tracy Broadhead is One Love's Executive Director of California. Her organization, One Love, is leading initiatives to increase educational programming and uh, partnerships and empowering communities to end relationship violence through education and awareness. The mission of One Love is to educate young people about healthy and unhealthy relationships, empowering them to identify and avoid abuse and to learn how to love better. Welcome to the show today, Tracy. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Tracy, we would love to have you speak the entire hour, if we could, on uh, how to cultivate happy, healthy relationships. I mean, there isn't anybody listening who wouldn't want to be able to do that better. Uh, Having said that, we do recognize that uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month is very near and dear to your organization, given the goals of reducing relationship violence. Um, And I understand that, you know, you do contribute in so many different ways to raising awareness if there was a, a shorter message that you would be able to impart, and obviously I know timeliness is important now too, now that no longer are people quarantined with their abusers, but we do now have at least more of an option of seeking help and support. What would that one message be on a Domestic Violence Awareness Month? Sure. Well, the One Love Foundation, as you said, is a national nonprofit, and our mission really is to end relationships abuse by creating a culture shift within communities that discourages unhealthy behaviors and encourages healthy behaviors. And we do that really by providing education in the form of free discussion-based workshops. Uh, Tracy, so I'm, I'm, how, how, how bad is the problem of domestic violence in the United States today? It, it, it's an extremely it, it's an extreme problem. The D- Department of Justice actually did some findings: over one in three women, nearly one in three men, and over one in two trans or non-binary people will be in an abusive relationship in their lifetime. That study also found that only thirty-three percent of teens who were in abusive relationships ever told anyone about the abuse itself. You know, Tracy, we often call domestic violence the other pandemic, the invisible, the silent pandemic. Silence is not golden, 
if you're a domestic violence victim, yet there it lies. And we know that delayed disclosure is closer to the rule than the exception. Uh, and one of the things that you look at and look for your organization is how can you determine an unhealthy relationship? You know, we, we originally wanted to say, you know, give us 10 signs. And we thought, gosh, that you could take up the entire program and you could probably give us 50 signs. But if you had to list, let's say, the top three, uh, and this would also mean what might the red flags be that concerned friends and family members might see, uh, what are those top three signs of an unhealthy relationship? Sure. Well, everyone does unhealthy things sometimes, right? We can all learn to love better by recognizing unhealthy signs and shifting to healthy behaviors. Um, We actually have created 10 healthy signs and 10 unhealthy signs of relationships. Um, And those signs will kind of help you to guide your relationship. Um, You can find all 10 of the healthy signs and all 10 of the unhealthy signs on our website at joinonelove.org. But if I had to talk about the 10, the, the top three unhealthy signs, the three that we hear young people talking about most frequently are, I'm going to say, number one at the top of the list would be belittling. When someone does or says something to make you feel bad about yourself. Another one is intensity. When someone expresses very extreme feelings and over-the-top behaviors that feel overwhelming. And then the third that I'd say that we see quite frequently with young people is possessiveness. When someone is jealous to the point where they're trying to control who you spend time with and what you do. Right. So uh, that's really interesting. So what would be some examples of uh, a healthy relationship? And again, maybe limit it to three or four, whatever you think is the top. Sure. For the healthy relationships, again, there are 10. But if I tell to you about the, the, the top three or four that young people are talking to us about today, I would say taking responsibility is one where they're owning their words and their actions, where they are engaging in healthy conflict meaning that they are openly and respectfully discussing issues and confronting disagreements with no no judgment. And then I think also trust, confidence that your partner isn't going to do anything to hurt you or ruin the relationship. Um, Those healthy relationships bring out the best in you and make you feel good about yourself. And a healthy relationship doesn't mean a perfect relationship. No one is healthy 100% of the time. But all of these signs are behaviors that we hope people learn to strive for and create a common language around to guide young people in understanding the signs of a healthy relationship and the signs of an unhealthy relationship. Hey, Tracy, I understand uh, your organization, One Love, is working with Investigative Discovery, which I love. I love that show um, in the organization, which, of course, is a leading crime and justice network on television, as well as the organization No More to help educate the public on how to spot signs of domestic abuse. And that's really one of the pieces of this that is always front and center, especially when you have Um, People like our listeners that obviously we want to maintain a safe community and be able to spot these red flags sooner rather than later before another victim is claimed. Or if it seems to be, like you say, those top three um, behaviors seem to be uh, seem to be appearing. What would you say might maybe tip off concerned friends and family or I would even say coworkers that one that somebody is in an unhealthy relationship? I mean, let's say you don't have the the luxury or the opportunity to observe the interaction 
between the couple. What might some red flags be as to what domestic violence looks like to a third person? Sure, you could see there's so many different ways. And, and you're right, I'm so grateful um, that, that One Love has partnered with Investigation Discovery. Um, there's, there's so many ways that you can kind of see um, signs of domestic violence or some type of a relationship abuse. Um, even if you are not intimately watching, we see teachers and parents very frequently telling us some of the signs that, that you can look for is, is guilting. Like you can see that, that, that a, in a relationship, in a conversation, that there may be a young person who is, is feeling responsible for their actions or making, making their partner feel like it's their job to keep them happy. You can hear kids talking about that a lot. That's a kind of a guilting sign, if you will. You can also hear a young person talking about betrayal when someone is disloyal or acts in an intentional way. Those are different signs. We actually have created three public service announcements about these unhealthy connections um, that display different scenarios of unhealthy digital communication. Um, because, of course, relationships are conducted online all the time now, especially during COVID. And when young adults build connections in these private spaces away from the view of their friends and family, they are increasingly exposed to unhealthy and potentially dangerous behaviors. So these 30-second PSAs show three very realistic scenarios that display the dangers of online abuse while offering One Love as a trusted resource for educating young people on how to recognize and navigate healthy versus unhealthy relationships. It can be difficult. It can be really difficult to kind of see those. But I think these three PSAs, as well as a companion guide that kind of allows people to talk through and understand how to explain to a young person who they might be observing in an unhealthy relationship, um, those three PSAs and companion guides can really be helpful and, of course, can be found on our website at joinonelove.org. So the uh, domestic abuse, would that just be between uh, two adults or does that extend down between like adults, uh, parents and, and their, uh, their, their children and children versus parents? Or, or what is the, the uh, dynamic there or the definition, I should say? Sure, do- absolutely. We're talking about relationships and okay. that can be domestic relationships, parental relationships work relationships, it's any relationship. We just want to see that that healthy relationships are those that bring out the best in you and make you feel good about yourself. Um, Unhealthy relationships, everyone, again, does some things that are unhealthy all the time, but we can all learn to be better in our romantic, in our work, in our personal relationships, just by understanding these signs and shifting to healthy behaviors. You know, Tracy, um, we're almost at the end of the show, but I just want to say there are lots of people that can very much tell um, what somebody, how their demeanor changes when the phone rings and it's a particular person on the other line. You know, many people have different ringtones associated with different callers, and sometimes we're able to uh, observe the demeanor change, not for the better, uh, when uh, somebody abusive is calling. And coworkers and friends and family, everybody's able to see this. You know, I think the biggest Part and I suppose we'd we'll, we'll love, love to have you back um, to to look at this piece of it. But the biggest part, the biggest thing that people struggle with is what do I do now? Is uh, you know, well, you and I and, and Larry can talk about this the next time. But I would at some point like to get into the what now when we look at this. But Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today and for all the great work that you do. 
Oh, my pleasure. And just to kind of wrap up, if your listeners are feeling like they need some help, they can go to the domestic violence hotline, the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 to get help 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And on our website in the upper right-hand corner, there's a big red Get Help button that you can click on to get Thank more you, advice. Tracy. Thank you for that, Tracy. Thank you, Tracy. We need to take a short break, but don't touch that dial. We have another amazing segment for you when we return. You're listening to today with Dr. Wendy. We will be back in a flash. News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. My co-host Larry Gershman and I have a terrific second half for you. Larry, who do we have on the line? Yes, Wendy. Edward Dowd is a former equity portfolio manager for the world's largest investment firm, BlackRock, and a hedge fund guru. He says he witnessed many frauds in his career, but perhaps nothing like the one he's seen today with the COVID pandemic and the world's response to it. Entering the COVID pandemic in 2020, he and his financial community colleagues were already wondering when the post-2008 big global debt party would end, and they were trying to figure out what would occur to us it in. Ed thinks there is a connection between the world's unmanageable credit system and the pandemic that hit the world big time in 2020. And tonight he's going to explain what he believes that connection is. Welcome to the show, Ed. Thank you for having me, Dr. Wendy. All right, Ed, with that introduction, you probably think you have the next several hours to talk. We <laughs> have about uh, 12 minutes, so we're going to we're going to sort of streamline this. I love uh, Larry's quote the, talking about the global debt party. All right. That's a party I don't think we want to be invited to. But, Ed, one of the interesting things that you say on your website, and I've heard other people say this as well, is that the pandemic, the two years we spent living at home, was not about health. And I wonder, what do you mean by that? Um, the bottom line is, you know, I don't want to get into whether COVID was created or used as an excuse. It doesn't really matter. But there was, after the great financial crisis, uh, a big problem in the banking system. And the central banks came in and bailed out all the bankers. And then the politicians went on a spending spree to kind of keep this zombie economy we've seen the last 12 years afoot. The problem is it's created uh, unprecedented amounts of global debt that's unsustainable and needs to... Um, you know, have a calling card and end to it at some point. And 2019, we saw some uh, strange things going on in the uh, repurchase agreement market, the repo market, which is overnight money. Uh, there were there was some uh, spikes in the Federal Reserve discount window rate, and it looked like a global a global growth slowing was occurring in, at the end of 2019. And so we were preparing for stock markets and bond markets to wobble. Then COVID hit. And the stock markets and bond markets did wobble, but this gave the, the central bankers and politicians a huge excuse to print unprecedented amounts of money, 65% uh, money supply increase by the Fed, uh, never seen before in the history of the Federal Reserve System. Um, markets uh, tanked, but then they recovered and went to new all-time highs on this easy, fresh money. 
Now, I started to get very suspicious when I saw a Federal Reserve banker, uh, um, James Bullard, at the St. Louis on Face the Nation on April 3rd of 2020. And what was interesting about that interview is he was asked the question, how are we going to reopen the economy? Now, remember, this is you know, a month after lockdowns or a couple weeks after lockdowns. And he says, and I quote, well, the good news is we have new technologies and we can create immunity badges so people can get tested. And as soon as I heard that, I, my, my eyeballs went wide open and I said, oh, this is, this is not about a virus. This is about control. Then the uh, newscaster said on Face Nation, when we come back with, uh, with James Bullard, we're going to talk about the new surveillance technologies to implement this. So that was 2020. There was no vaccine. I immediately started talking about they're going to issue vaccines, passports. It's going to be tied to a control system. You won't be able to gather and assemble. And if you're going to have a global debt collapse, wouldn't it be convenient to have an excuse to prevent riots, to prevent people gathering, to create a, a system of, um, of travel and linking a vaccine passport to what would eventually be a digital ID, social credit score, and then eventually a central banking digital currency. And that's the end game. The end game is they know it's going to collapse and they have to introduce a new system. This has happened a number of times throughout our history. In the 70s, we had Bretton Woods. And we uh, took out, we got off the gold standard, and we uh, invented the petrodollar. So a new system is coming, but this time it's unprecedented global debt. Uh, the social contract is broken. All the pensions won't be able to get paid. So this is where we are, and there's lots of um, distractions and things afoot. And just remember this: in my humble opinion, this all lays at the feet of the central bankers and politicians. And every excuse you hear is to divert you from their their. Um, spending habits and uh, malfeasance of, of, of stewarding the global money system. It's interesting. Ed, you said recently that you have a thesis that the COVID shots are causing death and injuries. Do you still believe that today? Oh, absolutely. The data keeps getting worse and worse. I'm just going to share. Uh, right now, everyone continues to think there's a smoking gun coming. The smoking gun is already there. And I'll, I, let, let, me, let me just talk about that. I'm a data guy. I'm not a doctor. I analyze data for trends and patterns. And what we saw going on uh, in 2021 was unprecedented um, increase in excess mortality in younger working age folks. And we, uh, myself and my insurance uh, analyst, former sell-side insurance analyst, discovered in March the CDC data that we, we broke down by age and created a five-year baseline to calculate excess mortality. And what we found was stunning. The CDC didn't break it down by age, but we did. We saw that millennials, ages 25 to 44, experienced into the fall of 2021 an 84% increase in excess mortality. And what what occurred in the fall of 2021? Mandates. Um, We roll forward uh, into this year, and the Society of Actuaries uh, that did a survey of their group life uh, revenues, this is group life policy, these are Group life policy is those you get when you're employed at a corporation or a medium-sized business. Usually it's one to two extra base salary. Everyone signs it. No one ever thinks they're going to get it. it and it's, it's kind of a joke when you are on board to these corporations because you're young and healthy. Well, they experienced uh, an 80, about an 84% increase as well in their group life policy. So that, 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 that's a separate data set and database from the CDC. So that confirmed that an event occurred in the third quarter of 2021, unprecedented death amongst young people. 
Um, well, I'll tell you, uh, given that concern that you just voiced and those statistics, I mean, just this past Thursday, October 20th, an advisory committee to the CDC, I, I guess, voted unanimously to add COVID shots to the vaccine schedule for children. And that's despite the fact that children generally fare pretty well, even if they do catch COVID. Um, I probably know the answer to this, but what is your response to this? Well, so a crime has occurred. The evidence is there. We're now in the cover-up mode. I've seen many frauds, corporate frauds in my life. And so, you know, the, the, the normal person out there goes, well, they wouldn't intentionally harm us. But in corporate frauds, they get, they get caught. They keep going and they keep pretending everything's fine until someone stops them. Um, and that's how that's been my experience. And then, you know, the people who ride the stocks all, all the way down to zero call the management team and the management team lies to them. They don't stop. They won't stop. They can't stop. This is a, a perfect example. I was not surprised one bit the CDC approved this. The reason they did is because right now, currently, the drugs are under uh, emergency use authorization. When they come off, they're exposed to liability unless you get them on the uh, childhood vaccine schedule where you get full blanket immunity forever. So this is a legal tactic to prevent future lawsuits that are going to come once this all gets exposed. I don't think it's going to hold up sort of law down the road, but this was definitely um, an example of a captured agency, the CDC, doing what their uh, overlords, the pharmaceutical companies, uh, are telling them to do because they're probably all compromised. Our, our Regulatory bodies are all compromised. It's been a slow march of corruption over the last 20 years, since the 80s, when they started to loosen all sorts of regulations. So this, is, this, is an, this, is, this has been coming for you know, 20, 30 years. This is not an overnight problem. This is a corruption of the institutions, and we're seeing it now because there was a mandated max vaccination program. program. This has been going on for years. We just haven't seen it because it's been not as big as this, this scandal. Well, that's interesting. And Ed, you've been studying this data for a while now, and you've maybe already covered this, but I just want to make sure. What do you think the true agenda is behind the push to get everyone vaccinated against COVID, despite the provable harm the shots are causing, and despite the fact that it's widely known the shots do not prevent people from catching or spreading the disease? Especially that last piece, because we're almost at the end of the show. You know, uh, there's a difference of opinion as to the efficacy of the shots and and in terms of causing physical harm. I know there's lots of studies people argue about that. But one thing people don't argue about is that it doesn't prevent transmission of COVID. Yeah. So let's go back in time. We were told it's 100 percent effective and also prevented transmission. And we have all sorts of these officials, Biden, Fauci, uh, yeah, we, we have that. They all said this. And over time, it's been proven, been proven to be false. What we just learned recently from a, an executive that spoke before the, uh, the EU is that an executive from Pfizer, that is, that they never tested to see if it prevented transmission. But we were told it did. So the lies are just epic here. And you know, I can't, I, I'm not in the minds, I, I don't know the intent of these people, but something went wrong, and now they're in cover-up mode. And the cover-up is where the crime usually gets um, really dicey in white-collar crimes. And this is a, a form of white-collar crime, and the cover-up is always what exposes them. And they're in cover-up mode. And, and it's, 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 you know, really disgusting what's going on in our country particularly, because Denmark's already basically banned the vaccine for under 50 people, for people under the ages of 50 
the UK no longer offers it to children. So, oh, Ed, 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 we're already almost out of time. What's your book? It's a new book. It's not even out yet called Cause Unknown. Can you tell us very briefly about that? No, no. We're yeah. at the end of the show, Ed. We'll tell we? us the title <laughs> so we can make sure we get it out there for our listeners. What's the title of your book and how can people buy it? The, the, cause of the, the, the book is titled Cause Unknown. The epidemic of sudden death in 2021 and 2022. We hope to have it out by December. The pre-orders are flying. It's going to be a book that's going to open some eyes and hopefully change the marginal mind. It's perfect. Right. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you, Ed. Joining us. And thank, thank you to you. our listeners. Have a wonderful, safe, healthy weekend. Please join us next week for more today with Dr. Wendy. Headlines with the lining. Have a wonderful weekend. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.